This podcast is brought to you by JList.com. Did you know that JList is your home for all your anime shopping needs? Everything from Japanese snacks and foods, anime figures and DVDs, import PC and console, Japanese games, plushies of your favorite characters, t-shirts, and so much more. Head over to JList.com or the non-adult mirror site JBox.com for all of your anime shopping needs. And now it's time to start the podcast. I looked it up. People do drink potato smoothies. <laughs> Wait, really? People drink potato smoothies. <laughs> <laughs> the ingredients: a ripe banana, a cup of roasted sweet potato. You can put some cinnamon in there. I mean, I don't know. Potato smoothies if actually I, sound pretty good. I, I would love some cinnamon in the show, <laughs> but all I got was potato. You are listening to the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. Make your anime addiction worse at aaapodcast.com. And now, here are your anime addicts. Four hundred and seventy-seventh episode of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast, where we are just trying to make your anime addiction a little bit worse. So much worse. So much worse. So much worse. <laughs> I am Mandy, one of the hosts among uh, three currently for this podcast, um, and my other two lovely friends. We have Mitsuki, who uh, you just recently moved, and That's right. you're starting up your new job. How are you? Doing it right. This may be my last podcast I ever do because I'm Hi. climbing Mount Beerstad this weekend. Oh. And I'm going to do the Sawtooth, brother. And then I'm going to come down Mount Evans, so I might die on the Sawtooth. We'll see. It is, it's, it's a, oh, man. It, it, it's a class three trail, and it basically is a slope that is on top of a cliff. So we'll see. I could die. You never know. And it's and I hope not. Be careful. And, and, and that's at 14,300 feet. So... <laughs> mm, I might not be breathing. Oh, please, please come back to us. Uh, I am, we, <laughs> we also need you. joined by... We need, we need you. No, you don't. <laughs> we are also joined by a lovely guest, the lovely, very lovely Mason. Oh, I love this triple lovely What's intro. Up? I'm so glad to be back. <laughs> uh, I'm definitely not climbing any 14-footers uh, in the upcoming future, so I, I hope to be around for a while. But yeah, yeah, doing well. We, we established on the Hobby Addicts that Mason is indeed lovely. Yes. He is very lovely. <laughs> but he had to progress up to lovely. He was not lovely, then Mason, then lovely. <laughs> it's a, Come back. It, it's, a tough, it's a tough sort of journey, but, but with enough dedication, perseverance, and heart, you too could become lovely. You just have to level up to it. <laughs> I've got my sights on achieving now becoming the most dangerous and then the most loveliest. Oh. The most loveliest. Um, we also, Enzo had to be off for today. He had family stuff to take care of. So don't worry. He's fine. He will be back. He's, um, he's hanging out with Nana. He is hanging out with his Nana. <laughs> so we have Mason filling in. And we're excited. Because we excited. Mason is just excited to be here with us, aren't you? Yes, indeed. 
<laughs> Mason and his hot takes. Hot takes. And well, his hot takes. I don't know how hot my takes can be in the inferno that we will all be partaking in today. <laughs> we need, we're gonna if this continues, we're gonna have to get a drop for our Mason and his hot takes. Oh yeah. So every time Mason's like talking shit or something, we just play the hot takes button. Well, we need some kind of berserk take too because. Uh, Mason also is part of my manga club. He is very regular. And uh, we grade everything out of a scale of one to Berserk. So, oh. So we'll, we'll need to start doing that for anime as well. I gotcha. That makes <laughs> sense. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you can also become part of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast and join your other uh, addicts by joining our website at aapodcast.com slash join. Go there. You can get so much more content from us you can get hentai episodes hobby addicts after parties and up to eight additional podcast episodes per month for less than a dollar so well, join up there it is there <laughs> it is you can also speak to your other addicts by going to our facebook group it's uh facebook.com slash groups slash aa podcast and you can also check us out on twitter at a podcast and our discord where it's very mm. active we have lots of stuff going on you can join my manga club uh this week we are reading finland saga and that will be wednesday so if you are listening to this live then you still have time get if on you're it. listening to this on get thursday on it i command you <laughs> yeah because mason won't be here <laughs> <laughs> you off. need to fill in for him <laughs> But, uh, yeah, if you're listening to us on Thursday, unfortunately, it will be too late. But you can join us for the next one. Go to our uh, Discord, go down to Manga Club, check the pin notes, and you can see what we have coming up, as well as the dates. And you can also suggest manga to me that you would like us to read. Um, yeah. And today, for our podcast, we have an interesting topic that Icy Rose has been very excited for us to do. It was suggested by him. He's been wanting this for a while. It is listener choice poll to troll or not to troll, whether or not listener choice. Majestic. Yeah, very majestic. A debate whether or not our listener choice poll poll listener choice poll is troll or not. It's a troll poll. You got to troll poll. Yeah. We also have a review for Price of Smiles coming up, which is one of Mitsugi shows. Oh, and no! <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, big thanks to Icy Rose up on our Twitter and Facebook group. You can go to our Listener Choice poll. We oh no, I'm sorry, we finished it. We have a, the results are in. I'm sorry, I did not see that well, just wait, now. Is the Listener Choice in or the? They're both in. Biatch. Okay, that's right. Excellent. Lay it on me. Lay it on me. What do we got? Alrighty, so listener choice poll. We the fourth runner up was Mix Maisai at five point two percent. No, 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 that's just I just wanted to do people. I just wanted everybody to know that Mix, which we removed from the oh, gotcha, that it didn't really do that well in the poll. Right, gotcha. Okay. And only had five percent of the vote, so so not too much votes lost. Uh, do you want to go ahead and read off what the third and seconds are? Third place was Seiwayuki Kitsune no Senko-san, which I don't know what the hell that which is. Which one is that? Isn't know. that the oh, really comfy show about the fox that helps the... Uh, yes. Yeah. I have not seen it, but I've seen some people who are like, this is actually really um, Maximum cute. comfiness. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. it had 8.6% of the vote, so it, it's, it's, it's the second loser. Mm. And first loser is Mason? Uh, Hitori Bochi. 
Nomarumaru Sakatsu at a pretty close to the first, uh, 15.5%, which is another comfy show that people have been very adamant about having us watch. I think clearly the two I've, the two comfy the two comfy shows sort of split their votes probably and that probably cost them both the win. I actually haven't heard I haven't seen anything from the second one. Hmm. Um, but our first that we will be reviewing is Isekai Quartet at seventeen point two percent of the votes. Yeah, that was one of mine. I failed it. It really isn't that bad, you know. It's it it is funny. It's funny. It'll be a super easy watch for all of us doing a review on it because the episodes are like eight minutes long. Um, so. Hmm. It's going to be a snap, and yeah, I don't know. It's it's one of those shows where if you're a fan of the characters that are included in the show, you're going to love it. Otherwise, you just won't even know what the hell's going on. Yeah, so. it might be hard, because I haven't seen all of the Isekai shows in it. I haven't seen ReZero at all. Yeah, I hadn't so. seen... The thing is, though, is that I hadn't seen a, a couple of them either, but the tropes from them are so well-known that it's mm. pretty easy. Like, everybody knows Aqua is, like, dumb. So yeah. it's yeah. what Konosuba, Overlord, Tanya the Evil, and Rizuro, any yes. others? That, no, that just just the four. okay. The, was there? Hmm. Just the four of them. Okay, so I've seen three of them. I just haven't seen Rizuro. I think you'll be all. you'll be good to go. Uh, but our retro poll results are also in. Oh boy! And <laughs> so yeah, the out of the four, the one in one fourth place was Key, the Metal Idol, with seven point one percent. One, one fourth place is such a nice way to put <laughs> the first and last. Well, poor Key, the metal <laughs> idol. Uh, fourth was irresponsible, irresponsible, irresponsible Captain Taylor at 20.2%, followed by Space Battleship Yamato at 21.4%. But the one that we will be reviewing is Pat Labor. It's a seven episode OVA and it won with 26.2%. Yep, that's the what, one. What uh, percentage that's, that's, was Master Keaton? Master Keaton was in there somewhere. You have to you have to go look on Twitter to get the result of the in the, of the poll because Icy Rose posted the whole result for us. But um, oh, gotcha. there's a lot of Pat Labor shows, and this is the one from 1988, the OVA that's seven episodes. So don't get it confused. I think in English it's called the original series, um, otherwise known as Early Days of Mobile Suit of Mobile Police, uh, Pat Labor. So that that was one of uh, Enzo's. So he should be happy. Um, I think that's everything. Do you guys have anything else you want to cover before we jump in? Ah, to the big consider news? the house kept. The house kept? House kept uh, with our house plan. Okay. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> well, in that case, let's, let's continue. How about that? Let's just keep on Chuck Cooning our way through this. Ooh, very nice. <laughs> It's time for big news of the week. What is the big news of the week, Mandy? So our big news of the week is actually the biggest news that I could find because everyone is talking about it right now. Neon Genesis Evangelion has been released on Netflix on Friday. People were very much looking forward to it. But uh, yeah, some people are very disappointed with a few things with the new release. It is missing a very iconic song. Yeah, it is. Uh, you're talking so about, yeah, you're, on Friday. Oh, sorry, go ahead. You're talking about the ending theme? Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, all 26 episodes of the classic has just landed on U.S. Netflix. But, yeah, as fans have very quickly noticed, it is missing the original ED, Fly Me to the Moon. It has been replaced, and fans are not happy about it. <laughs> this is all the news I've seen everywhere this week. Um, 
This is the first time anime fans have been able to stream the show legally since the American license ran out back in 2011. But the new release uh, made some other big changes. It has an all-new English dub cast. Um, much of the original music has been removed and the ED has been swapped out. But if you go and look at Japanese Netflix, it is still streaming there, the original ED. So it is just the US version. Um, the original song's composition was meant to be uplifting after a much very, like, a lot of the show's depressing sub subject matter. But the newer piano version has left a lot of viewers feeling a little eerie. What the consensus, consensus that I am seeing. I love Ray's theme or whatever, whatever that, that, that piano theme. I, I, I mean, mm. I noticed it, but like, to be perfectly honest. Oh, did you watch it? I oh, have not watched it yeah, yet because watched... I'm on Legend of the Galactic Heroes. <laughs> I, I, of course. I, I, I intended to watch uh, one episode of Evangelion, but mm. failed to do that and ended up watching three episodes last night because it's just oh, nice. so damn good. And it really is. It really is just so good. It's a shame the end of it is so bad because the, it, the beginning is just, wow. It's just, it's something else. <sighs> Honestly, I, I like the original ending. Oh, I, say, I think this is one of your favorite anime, isn't it? I mean, I don't know if it's one of my favorites, but I definitely mm. appreciate it and love it for its ending. So I have a hot take for you. Okay. I think the new English voices are better than the old ones. I've seen some people on and off about this. Some people are saying that they don't like them at all, that they feel emotionless. But I've also seen a lot of people who are like, I really like to do it dub actors because they feel less cartoony. So. Yeah, they feel like real actors and not mm. they feel like they're real people acting and not, you know, n I need nothing against this. Spike Spencer and the, and the others. But like back then, to my knowledge, they were very young, sort of new actors. And I mean, I think Netflix is just picking more accomplished people to do the voice work. You know, I don't want to like I'm trying try awesome. to throw any, anybody under the bus. But I just think that, like, people that are complaining about this English cast is are, are they're merely the people that either have watched the dub of Evangelion over and over and over again to the point where they are so emotionally attached to the English, to the original English voices that they can't pry themselves away from that. Or they watched it really recently and it's just fresh in their mind. Because personally, I know what their voices sound like in English from before, but I haven't watched the English Evangelion in years and so, like, it's it, their voices are easily overwritten with these new ones. And I'm like, wow, the voices sound good. Well, I've heard, mm. I feel like I've heard half and half between half of it being, like, the sound of the new cast. The other half is, like, the actual, like, new translations that went along with it. Some people oh, were well, yeah. concerned about that. So it seems like it's a two-pronged. Two <laughs> stake of pain for a lot of yeah i've heard they changed some very key translations and people were not happy about well that. as far as that's concerned I, i'm not really speaking to that i'm just speaking gotcha. to how the it's voices are the actual yeah. the acting but 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 i'll tell you right but i'll tell you something uh, are, are we sure that the original english translations weren't incorrect i have no idea because like personally just just spitballing netflix might do a better job of translating considering they, they do every single show into like seven or eight languages, they might do a better job than whatever um, small company did the dub like I, 25 years ago. I feel like the current one that's on Netflix was not done by Netflix, but done by Kara itself, the actual you know studio that Anna works with. But uh, hmm. I would have to look well, into that. I don't know. 
Yeah, I need to watch Sounds it. Sounds like we I'm all need stuck... to watch it before yeah, talking about it. Yeah, because bit. I'm stuck on my Legend of the Galactic Heroes binge, and I'm not stopping until I finish it. So the, I will say <laughs> this that, will come after. I will say that if you put it in English dub and you put the English subtitles on, they don't match, which uh, I found a little okay. annoying. So if so. If you have, if you're like watching it in a in like a room where you can't make a lot of noise, so you have the volume on, but it's really soft, so you put the subtitles on, or or maybe it's so noisy where you are that you can't hear, and you put the subtitles on, they're not gonna match at all, and it's a little annoying that like they'll say something in English, and and you can't help but read it, you know, below when you're watching if it has the subs, and you're like, wait mm. a second, they're saying the things that aren't that aren't what I'm reading, and that can be a little distracting, but but um, I don't know, I think it's just as good as before. You know, it's kind of nice to have it awesome. all over again. I can't wait to watch it whenever I get finally get the chance. I'm free to do so. But um, Netflix hasn't confirmed the reasons for the song change, at least. But people are assuming that's due to licensing conflicts. Yeah. We just don't know. Yeah, it's fly, me to, um, it's fly Me to the Moon that it's missing. Correct. Uh, was there anything else you guys wanted to touch on before we move on to Good Bad Moe? Uh, well, regardless... If it's a good or bad dub relative to people who have already seen it. If you, for some reason, have not checked out Eva yet, don't let uh, Kazuro's drops <laughs> persuade you otherwise. <laughs> Please. It's essential watching for you don't like anime fans. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> no shit burgers. Uh, whether or not Mecha is your aesthetic or not, it's... It's such an important touchstone to oh, the culture and industry that you owe it to yourself to give it a watch. Definitely. What okay. I will say, Let's I, move on. Oh. I, I, I am curious, though, about one thing, and that's, honestly, I'm, to put it bluntly, who cares? Like, I just want to throw that out there real quick. Because I'm like... Hmm. Lots of shows come out on Netflix that, that have been released a long time ago, a long time ago, and even some even some of these shows are rather popular. Why is it that Evangelion gets special treatment? Is what I'm wondering about. Mm. I mean, I I know it's iconic, but like, I, don't, I just people make such a fuss over it just because it's Evangelion. But like, it is really iconic. But would it really be any more iconic than if a show like Escaflone made it onto Netflix? Um, Has the it, license it, it, for Escoflone been like expired for well, almost well, a decade? Re- yeah. I think the reason why I mention it is because it's not like it's a new series of Ava. It's just they're just basically reprinting it and putting it someplace else. Right. So I was yeah, always kind of confused people, why this was such a big deal. It kind of reminds me a little bit of what we what we talked about before with Game of Thrones, with people hyping up their expectations way too much to the point where they're going to be disappointed with anything really. So any change, yeah. I don't know. In summary, I thought I th- I think I think that it's fine. Like I think it's really good, um, and I think that if the English voices bother you, then just put it in Japanese. So I'm excited though. I want to watch yeah. it. I just I need to have chance or I need to have time to do so. Okay, you want to move on? Let's do it. Howdy, partner. I seen you riding in on that dusty trail. Welcome to the good, the bad, and the moe. Final Fantasy XIV has a new trailer out for the movie Dad of Light. Mm. The uh, Dad of Light is a 
is a drama series that is about, I guess it aired back in 2017. It's a story about a boy and his father who try to mend their relationship by playing Final Fantasy XIV together, which I think is really a, kind of a cute idea. And it's um, there's also some in-game footage, in-game footage in the film and in the drama. Um, the, the, not all the cast came back. The roles of Akio and his father have been replaced by different actors. It looks like the actor who played Akio's father in the original drama, who uh, Ren Osugi, passed away last year, so that's unfortunate. But um, for those of you that like the TV series, there's a film coming out. Um, and also, Netflix added the original drama to the U.S. streaming back in 2017, so you can still check that out. It's, it's so cute. I highly recommend it. If you, especially if you've played Final Fantasy XIV, it's such a delight. I really enjoyed it a lot. Um, Shibuya has passed Halloween drinking ordinances. I, I don't think this is really all that big of a shock. Um, people always think of Japan as being a really peaceful country. Oh, and this is the bad, by the way. But um, things have been getting out of hand during certain holidays in Japan, namely Halloween. Last year, 10 people were arrested by police when they flipped over a truck in the amongst the crowds in Shibuya, people climbing on street poles, acting crazy, getting drunk. There's a ban going up for alcohol that's going to ban alcohol uh, drinking on Halloween and New Year's Eve. The ban's going to prohibit drinking of alcohol in the streets, parks, and areas surrounding Shibuya Station, which is probably the biggest, busiest crosswalk in the world, maybe. It's the one near that has the Hachiko statue near it. Um, and this is, of course, because of all the problems that, that they've been having. So, um, For the Moe, 3D artists have dared each other to create Pokemon in five minutes amid a backlash of Sword and Shield, the new game coming out from Pokemon. I love this story so much, I couldn't wait to put it on. <laughs> so an outraged fan had criticized Game Freak on Japanese Twitter, stating that, quote, it only takes five minutes to create the graphics for Pokemon. And this was, of course, a comment in to Sword and Shield only having a certain number of Pokemon for the game's release day. Um, and of course, 3D artists all over the world came to Game Freak's defense by posting actually what you can do in five minutes of designing Pokemon. And so there's this, there's a hashtag that you can follow, um, hashtag Pokemon five minute modeling. And there's just like this litany of really goofy looking Pokemon like Pokemon the actual Pokemon that you'll recognize but like people trying to make them in five minutes and they're so most, precious it's, they're so it's precious wonderful. most of them just look like total crap <laughs> so to the point of the people that are defending Game Freak um, all to, with the exception of the one that you posted here the blue dude what's the blue spaghetti guy's name Tangela or Tangela Tan Tangela I think kind of looks kind of funny he looks kind of good He's, I love this Machoke so much He's so cute. Yeah. He has like a Gumby face. <laughs> I, I hate this this tweet because I don't like Game Freak being let off the hook for not having more Pokemon. But uh, if it creates more art like this, uh, it makes my life. And I highly yeah. recommend looking up this Twitter account and you will just be smiling the rest of the day. Mm -hmm. They're really cute. This ditto. Someone <laughs> just took like a blob, <laughs> just drew little eyeballs and a mouth on it. It's so cute. Yeah, I think they definitely <laughs> made their point. Yeah, it takes a lot longer than five minutes to make a fully rendered Pokemon. A whole hell of a lot longer. A whole hell of a lot longer. It's probably more like a week. So, oof. I, I yeah, have no idea. It's, I'm it's, just guessing, but I know it's a hell of a lot longer. The worst one is probably this. 
My, yeah, the, <laughs> that the slow poke. The, the slow poke's poke. pretty bad, but the ma I guess I guess the Machamp or whatever is pretty bad. And um, that's the good, the bad, and the moe. Yeah. There was some other pretty goofy stuff of that I'm gonna cover in the news break, but like there was an awful lot of conversation about Tifa's boobs in the upcoming. Yeah. The people want answers. The people want answers. Well, you know, people are like, oh. Who is the ESRB to say who, like, how can they control the the morals and the and the rules of 170 countries? And why are boobs like, why are why is having boobs, you know, something that needs to be removed to prevent to prevent being offensive? And I don't know, but there's an awful lot of conversation going on about like Tifa and yeah. But yeah. That when kind I was of, looking up. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was just saying that kind of qualified for the moe too. I think in my mind, but this is pretty good too. No, Pokemon is precious. I had to do it. <laughs> that Machoke needs to be everywhere. He's <laughs> so cute. Um, yeah, when I was looking through articles for the bad, I was having a really hard time because it's like, obviously the biggest bad was uh, fans being upset over the new Ava, but, and there was a lot of news on uh, Madhouse, but not, like, we've already talked over about Madhouse's practices so much uh, i just like i yeah. can't do madhouse and, anymore and that's going to be in the news break as well good so. <laughs> for the trivia um the, the last question this, this was the last one for this week or for this month rather the the 80s theme 80s ova theme is over the last answer was area 88 which is um fairly well-known property and the winner for the week was gurin lager which i think which i think is kind of a funny a fun name um <laughs> But Gurren Lager did not win for the month. I'm so sorry. The winner for the month is Ash Basham, 69. Ash Basham. Be my birthday. 619, but yeah. 619 Basham. Oh, I've read that 69, but... (laughs) Whoops. He knows knows who he is. (laughs) Yeah, um, so I've already reached out to you. You're going to win either a Ferrari, a Tesla, or a speedboat. So that's... I hope you're excited for that. So damn, such lovely prizes. I know. All you had to do was know, you know, some nerdy shit. So, <laughs> and uh, the the theme for the next month is anime with summer in the title. So they're literally because it's the summertime. So mm-hmm. they're literally four anime that I found that have the word summer in the title, and there are a lot more than four of them. But I picked four. So um, you can go on the website AAA Podcast. Have fun with that, and. Um, Scroll down a bit, and you just you just submit what the anime is, and uh, if you might win a speedboat. So that's definitely something you shouldn't miss out on. All right. I will do the weekly trivia question that we will answer after the break. Which character from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure possesses a stand that does not reference a song, artist, or album earlier than 1980? We will answer it after the break. Hey everybody, Mitsuki's here, bringing you a dose of that anime news. 
Leading us off today, we have a very famous voice actor that is getting married. Voice actor Yuki Kaji is getting married to Ayana Taketatsu. They both announced their marriages on Twitter recently, and it looks like the big-time star Yuki Kaji, who is best known for voice acting Aaron Yeager in Attack on Titan, and Ayana Taketatsu, who voiced Azusa Nakano and Kaon, and as well as doing other works, are both going to be tying the knot. So this is uh, also pretty sweet because Taketatsu's tweet was posted on her 30th birthday. So for those of you that are fans of these Seiyu, they are going to be tying the knot and entering a marriage. Next up, this year's August edition of Manga Time Kirara Forward announced that a, that another anime adaptation of a baseball property is being made, Tamayomi, which is about a young girl in her in junior high school whose name is Tomi Takeda, who was not able to get very far in a cross-school baseball tournament since the catcher on her team wasn't very good and she wasn't able to use her signature move, the magic throw. Well, after her junior high school ends, Yomi decides to quit baseball, but eventually bumps into a childhood friend that not only plays baseball, but is able to catch her magic throw. So the two are walking the road of baseball once again. Another popular manga title about baseball, including girls, that is going to be made into anime coming up. Next up, catching us up on the catastrophe at Madhouse Studios and their, quote, abusive practices against their employees, making them work too hard. We know that previously the, uh, the freelance animators at the studio had been hospitalized because of the treatment of their employees at Madhouse Studios. And it looks like there haven't really been a whole lot of reforms done, despite the claim that talks were going to be made about reforming the practices at the studio. They're, quote, weren't there supposed to be reforms at, about the labor conditions? And he said that, quote, nothing has changed at all. So it doesn't sound like a lot of progress has been made at Madhouse Studios, and I don't think anybody is going to be surprised. Next up, the website Goo ranked the opinions of over 3,000 women about what their most anticipated upcoming summer anime films would be. The top five being Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution, which comes out on July 12th, Weathering with You, which is the new Makoto Shinkai film, opens up on July 19th. Ride Your Wave opens up on June 21st. Children of the Sea at number two, opening on June 7th. And lastly, at number one, One Piece Stampede, opening up on August 9th, showing that women also love One Piece. This was Mitsugi, and this was your anime news break. Now, as always, it's time to get back to the podcast. After parties, hobby addicts, hentai episodes. After parties, hobby addicts, hentai episodes. After parties, hobby addicts, What in the world are you two doing? I'm trying to sleep here. It's midnight. We're using Mandy's arcane power to do a content prayer dance. Yeah, we're hoping the content gods bless us with thrilling entertainment for the fans. Content prayer dance. You know, there's a much easier way to make better content. How about starting with studying our vast archive of additional content on aaapodcast.com Oh, I already have. I mean, it's only seven bucks a month for almost eight additional episodes every month. That's less than a dollar per extra episode and super easy to get to. Just gotta type aapodcast.com slash join to become a member. You went through the whole archive? It's hundreds of hours! Well, senpai, anything's possible. If you believe. I think I'll just leave you two alone. Hey, is he gone yet? Yeah, yeah. ready. <laughs>
My name is Brett Weaver, voice of Toji Suzuhara. You know, from Evangelion. I'm a total anime addict. You've heard of Confessions of a Popedom, but now comes the heartwarming tale of Kazuo. I don't know any country songs, so I'm trying to like sing along to songs I don't know and getting drunk with some grandma. From the best-selling authors of Her Moe Majesty and the best Yuri bartender in Florida comes Growing Up Kazuo. First time I was in a shootout, two years old. South Bronx, going across the street in my baby stroller, my uncle was pushing me, and a shootout broke out in the middle of the street. Be there through the formative years. So I was 16, I think, and my family went on a cruise to the Bahamas. For some reason, they thought it was a good idea to give me and him, his name's Steve, um, our own room. Yeah. These two young men, let's give them their own room. What, what trouble could they possibly get into? As we're walking onto the cruise ship for the first time, we're walking through the hallway. There's like a, a door that's ajar. And I, I open it, I look inside. It's like a janitorial closet. So there's like brooms and mops and whatnot. And there's also a big bottle of whiskey just sitting in this janitorial closet. And I'm like, okay, mental note, close the door. So later on that night, we pick up the bottle of whiskey get completely trashed. We're, we're basically drunk the entire cruise. Will a child's dreams come true? It wasn't even an option growing up. Like it was, it was a dream that a young poor boy had that I was like, one day I'm gonna go to Japan. And it was like, believe it. I'm gonna go to Japan? And I was like, that's never gonna happen. That's not possible. <laughs> like at best you will not end up in prison. <laughs> and tales of young love. My first, like, real kiss. Like, we've all had, like, when we were kids, you little peck, you know, you're playing spin the bottle or something like that. But my first real, like, sexual kiss, like, makeout session. And we end up, her and I make, make our way to her bedroom. So this is about to get super explicit. She's got him on one side, me on the other. Then I, we, have you ever heard of a high, an Eiffel Tower? Growing up, Kazuo. Flying off bookshelves everywhere. Order yours now on Amazon or by visiting www.aaapodcast.com. Now, back to the show. We are back from our break where I was thinking, you know what? We give people a lot of news. There's a lot of good stuff in there. Well, heck yeah, but, there is. <laughs> but before we went on break, we asked a question. And do you want to cover the trivia, Mason? Sure, I've got it. We asked, which character from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure possesses a stand that does not reference a song, artist, or album earlier than 1980? The, el- the answer is Giorno Giovanna from uh, the currently airing Venture Tarot. Yep. Uh, his stand, Gold Experience, is named after the Prince album, The Gold Experience, which came out in 1995. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I was looking up uh, Stan's stuff, I was like, man, I'm actually surprised that uh, this is the only one that's <laughs> after 1980. <laughs> Everyone else is like from the 70s, mostly. Um, but thank you. So up next, we have my Manga Minute. Hell yeah, we do. Where I tried my best to find something to pair with our anime today. I had to 
go through my shelves and try to find something that was like, because I'm not a really huge sci-fi fan. So, I mean, I I didn't have, I don't know, we don't have a large collection of manga, like sci-fi manga that we get translated over here. There's very few that um, don't already have anime adaptations. So uh, I had to do a search for it, but I think I found something. Let's freaking do it. Well. Let's take a minute for the Manga Minute with Mandy. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Man, that's some hyped up Natsume music. <laughs> <laughs> this is Mandy's Manga Minute where I take a minute to tell you about a manga and hope you find something new to read. And this one is All You Need Is Kill. All You Need Is Kill, is, baby. <laughs> which is very popular already. And uh, you will find out why in a little bit after I get through the synopsis. Strange creatures known as mimics have invaded Earth, sparking a global war that has humanity fighting for survival. In response, mankind forms a united defense force, a joint organization whose purpose is to overcome this new threat. Dedicated to the extermination of the growing mimics menace, soldiers are plunged into battle, wearing special exoskeleton combat suits in an attempt to gain the upper hand against their foes. New recruit Keiji Kiriya, or Kiriya is immediately killed after his first deployment, but to his shock, he wakes up exactly one day before. His unit has dropped into a mimic invasion. After experiencing the same event yet again, he realizes that he is stuck in a time loop, triggered by his death. This actual synopsis is much longer than that, but I had to cut him off. <laughs> it was already too long. Uh, so All You Need Is Kill is a sci-fi action series. The art is by Takeshi Obata, while the story is based on a novel by Hiroshi Sakurazaka. The manga story is written by Ryosuke Takeuchi. Takuchi. Um, the novel is released back in 2004, while this manga is released in 2014. It is available in English as one giant omnibus volume. This is also the novel that the Hollywood movie Edge of Tomorrow is based on. Huh? So if the synopsis sounds familiar, that's why. <laughs> um, the synopsis pretty much tells you everything you need to know about this manga. It's very short, but ha it's also extremely fast-paced. The very beginning of the manga is intense and very quick to get to the point. It never gives you any really unnecessary moments or drama. The last half is a little slower than the first half, and it introduces you to a little bit more backstory about the characters, exposition, and starts to develop a little bit of a hint of a romance with the main protagonist. And the only downfall to this manga, I, I mean, to the story being so short, is the lack of development in the main cast, I think. But the art is very detailed, packed with shading. Um, the action scenes can be a little bit messy at times, but if you're not looking for anything really deep and you're just craving some action, uh, you can definitely give this one a shot. I think it's a fun read and does a decent job at utilizing the short amount of time it has. How long of a manga is it? Uh, it's only one giant omnibus volume. It may have released in two volumes in Japan. Um, the pages, the art is very large. So there's not as much dialogue or uh, reading, really. I'm trying to find the page count. I feel like I've seen it's this like on shelves almost any everywhere I've gone. Like it's pretty easy to find locally. Um, the omnibus is 424 pages, I think. It's pretty good. Somewhere around there. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, up next we have our main topic, which was suggested by Icy Rose. 
and it is a debate. He really wanted to do this. Oh, well, he really he was won- so excited. Yeah. I was looking at the show notes when I started up the show notes because I knew he had information he wanted to put in. And I was like, the show notes are all yours. The main topic has been cleared out. And when I checked back the next day, it was packed with information. I'm like, shit, Icy Rose has been excited about this. Yeah, he was really, he really wanted us to get through this. Yeah. All right, so there have been, let me count them here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. There have been 22 listener choice polls. It's mm-hmm. a shitload. We've been doing this since 2013. Fall of 2013 was the first one. So, which is more than half the time that, that this podcast has existed. So this has been a pretty um, present, present part of our show for a long time now. Yeah. But... People always hear now, us. Now, who is the one? I was gonna say, who is the one that always said that there's a troll vote? Well, I think back in the day, it was Chiaki and I who said it was a troll vote because mm. we would always people would because people would literally say, "Oh, vote for this because 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 we, we, we want to troll people." You know, let's grief the hosts because you know, of course, <laughs> we have stuff that we fail, and the impression's pretty harsh, and so someone's like, "Oh, well." We know that Mitsu Mitsugi hates this show. Let's let, let's make that the listener choice poll and really stick it to him. Or somebody will say, uh, "Oh my God, there's this like little sister show this season. We have to make them watch that." And then somebody will be rallying to get that show voted in. So there's a lot of stuff here, and I think we can go through them all and one by one decide if they're troll votes or not. And maybe yeah. When I was looking through this list there's only one on this list i was like that's for sure a troll vote there's no debating that but the rest of them i can understand where they like how that was voted in all right well we'll talk about it here the first one the first one we ever had for a pass from listener choice is golden time i have not seen this so i have no idea do you watch golden time mason i have not all right so golden time was like this was like this romance show um that came out you know way back then had not like nana made in, made a uh like a cameo in it okay and my take on golden time is that it was actually like a pretty decent show so and there's nothing in it that's like particularly trolly you know like oh mitsugi hates moe and oh chiaki doesn't want to watch like little people i'd like fantasizing over the little sisters or whatever so this show just doesn't seem to contain any of those characteristics and so, I can't really say that this one fits into the patrol vote category. Yeah, this might be a little difficult, because there are a few shows on this list that I've never seen. There are some that definitely have seen, because they're extremely popular, but I don't know, there's some on here that I've never, I have no clue of what it's about. So what I've done, for all the ones I haven't seen, I've gone to, like, the archives and, like, tried to see what score the host gave it. Right. To compare yeah. that to, like, the lowest score that they picked. So, for example... I haven't seen Golden Time, but uh, the average score after everyone rated it was a three, which is not bad. Uh, the lowest score of Fall 2013, which is what it was selected in, was Arpeggio of Blue Steel, which had a Ugh. 1.5. So it, even if it <laughs> was a troll vote, it was a better vote than what the host had picked. So I was sleeping so well, <laughs> and now you had to go and do this. <laughs> Just, just for example, so, you know, I would say even if it was a troll vote, it wasn't the worst vote, and that counts for something. So I think we I can say went, not a troll. 
Yeah, for the ones that I haven't seen, I went on Mao just to see how many people scored it and what score it had, just to get a good idea of, did anybody actually watch this? And if a lot of people have watched it, what is like the general consensus between them? So yeah, Golden Time, it had 200,000 uh, users that listed it as watched, and it had a 7.87, which isn't bad at all. No, so. it's really not a bad show. I mean, there's nothing about it that really jumps out at you. It's like, oh, this is a, this is like cringy, or you know, let's make them watch right. this. The next show, though, and I think this is a great example of where I think that methodology, Mandy, won't work, is No Game, No Life. Now, this is a show that has a ton of people yeah. have watched it. It's got like an 8.4 or something on my anime list. Like Everyone seems to love it. But Chiaki and I hate it hate this anime and we she tore yeah. that she tore this thing a new a new one when we did the impression and the reason for that was that it was like the first three episodes there was an awful lot of like little sister love in it and then i think back then the mindset is you know oh my god shiaki failed this but it's you know l- let's force them to watch the little sister show because they hate it so it's like it's when you when you like, vehemently express that you hate something is when you people attach watch. it to you Exactly. I don't know. I think also it is No Game No Life is a vastly popular show. And I think if enough people if they're like this is my favorite show this season are obviously going to vote for it because they're hoping that maybe if you give it another chance maybe you'll see something else better down the road maybe because when the listener choice poll comes out it's past those first three episodes. So maybe I don't know. Maybe if somebody has seen six episodes of it, they're like, oh, maybe they'll like it past the first. They just wanted you guys to get all the JoJo references in it. (laughs) Yeah, they were just trying to prepare you guys. Yeah. (laughs) But no, I definitely agree that with the hindsight that listeners have of being eight or nine episodes in when they're voting on it, the show has much more time to appeal to them and they can say, oh, they just didn't watch enough episodes. They'll like it more later on. But that I would say definitely not a troll vote in intent. So I'm sure some Correct. might have contributed to it. All right. So, I mean, I, I can kind of go along with that, you know. I think that a lot of people have seen No Game, No Life. It was probably, I'm not sure what else came out in the spring of 2014, but I'm sure they were, it was probably the most popular right. show that season. And I was also going to say another thing to take into account is what were the other options? <laughs> because if there's no good options, somebody, they everyone has to vote for something. <laughs> so... right. I don't know. Um, I'm actually, I talked with you, I discussed this before with you, that I think we should put retro reviews on our uh, listener choice poll. So to give people a chance, if they don't like anything, if everything else sucks, maybe that will help solve this a little bit. (laughs) You just really want Keaton in there. I just want to watch Master Keaton. People vote for it. Damn it. (laughs) To speak to people voting for things when you have especially said you don't like it, if you count out the number of times that Kazuo has had a anime that he failed brought back, he has had it happen to him a lot lo- more often than anybody else. And almost as many as everybody else combined, actually. Maybe even To be more. fair, though. And I think he's very, like, intense about it. Like, think about how much he right. hated He hated Darling in the Franks. Hated it. So, of, co- play- of course, they were going to vote for it. Yeah, to um, to be fair, though, he tends to pick shows off based off popularity. He does. And he tends to be very harsh in general over anime. I mean, he usually has the lowest scores. Usually. 
So, I mean, if he's picking shows off of based off popularity and uh, Darling the Franks happen to be extremely popular, I mean, people are going to vote which, whichever one that they like the most, regardless of what Cosmo said, hoping that maybe another host will have a different opinion. I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's kind of like the next uh, season, summer of 2014, where Tokyo Ghoul was picked. That was originally yeah. oh, failed sure. by Cram, but that's just a hyper popular show that just mm-hmm. you can't like even if we all like failed let's say the next season of my hero academia like there's not a chance that, that wouldn't get brought oh, yeah, back because sure. of raw numbers yeah mm-hmm. um yeah i was gonna say there's always a chance that maybe somebody is like oh uh maybe another host will have a different opinion let's i want to you know hear their view on it also, I think somebody who really hates the show might also vote for it because they want to have their opinions validated. They're like, man, this show is so popular. I want them to shit on it. So that's always that pop- that possibility as well. And I don't think at that point it's a troll. I don't think they want to grief you. They just want you to get their their opinion out, I would think. I don't know. The only other show from 2014 that got passed from the listeners was Witchcraft Works, a show I did not enjoy. I don't really, I don't really know how popular it was. Um, it sure came and went like the wind. I'll say that much. It was failed by, it was failed by Cram mm-hmm. way back when, when I was living in Japan. Um, but it just doesn't feel very trolly to me. This one, the witchcraft works. It just doesn't, it doesn't jump out at you, at you as being, like particularly etchy or particularly, you know, um, little sister or. It's it doesn't it doesn't strike negatively with any of our tastes, you know. Cram was always mm. very level-headed, so I can't really see him failing something in the way that Kazuo might, which is like tear it, tear it to little tiny, <laughs> tiny little specks of paper, you know. Cram yeah. would have failed it, but he would, you know, he would just he would he would politely fold it up and put it back on the table, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, but 2015, and I, I'm gonna kind of, um. Oh, and Amagi Brilliant Park, which which was another one, but no one even we didn't even do an impression on that. Yeah, that was a wild card that came up from a sequel thing. So, I would say because that was Kyoto Animation, correct? Like, yeah. you can't you can always bank on them being solid enough that people want to see it. The show is so once tw- again not a, not a troll vote. Sure, and I and I agree with you. The shows from 2015 that made it were Maria the Virgin Witch, which I failed, Charlotte, Food Wars, Shokugeki no Soma, and Chival- Chivalry of a Failed Knight, which must have been a terrible show, because I can't even remember watching that. I know I, I, know I must I have, have watched it. Out of those, the only one I've seen is Food Wars, <laughs> so I don't know anything about the others. I know Charlotte was very popular. That's all I know. So... Food Wars, I think, was so popular that it makes sense it would pass. It's kind of like oh, you know, for sure, Shonen, Shonen Jump, yeah. Charlotte was, it was the ending of Charlotte that made it so horrible. So, mm-hmm. and I don't think people would have been at the ending of it yet, at the point in which they were voting on listener's choice. Correct. So that I don't. Was, I haven't seen Chivalry of a Failed Knight, so I have no idea what that's about. I don't. I can't remember it at all. Now, Maria the Virgin Witch had an awful lot of, like, naked witch girls in it, and, like, just generally questionable things, you know, but that show also, I just, I don't recall hating it so much that people would, people would pass it just to get at me, you know? 
Hmm. Looking at summer of 2015, that's the one where Charlotte was the listener's choice. Hmm. And that season looks horrendous. It almost sounds like it wasn't a troll vote and they were just legitimately trying to find something good. Because the other shows that were reviewed was like Ushio and Tora, Ron Pokitan, School Live, Gate, uh, Ahoro, X Machine Gun, Gangsta, and like maybe Simphogear and Shimonetta were somewhat good, but like that was just a weak season all around. And you can't have yeah. a troll if everything is bad. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the winter 2015 where Virgin Witch was chosen. And a lot of these shows, there are some really good shows. Like, I mean, like Death Parade was uh, probably passed. And I don't know if you guys watched Assassination Classroom. Yeah, was, if I can even say it. it Assassination fun. Classroom. It was fun. Yeah, it was I was going to say most of the high pop, like the very popular shows were sequels. A lot of the shows on here that were originals or not they don't look good <laughs> so i mean that like virgin which was like was closer to the top of popularity of that season wow that's saying a lot yeah yeah that show was super lukewarm um the following year was <clears throat> grimgar fantasy and ash thunderbolt fantasy super lovers and he became euphonium too there's that troll vote <laughs> <laughs> now, now it. it's coming out. <laughs> now, Thunderbolt Fantasy was it's just a good show. There's nothing about that that's trolling. Yeah. Grimgore Fantasy and Ash, I actually really like that show a lot. So um I personally don't think that's very trolly at all. But the other two That's that's a good example of maybe they went, Oh, I think Mitsuki would like this show, so maybe vote for it to see what his opinions are they that, almost considered your feelings and interests wow we love you fans sometimes <laughs> oh the fans are so great <laughs> but the next two super lovers and sound euphonium 2 for totally different reasons i think both of these could be troll votes super lovers for, tr- for totally different reasons super lovers yes. obviously because it's obvious that's an obvious troll and the other there one is no debating that's a funny troll though like that yeah, that's good. That's good. I like it. And the other one, Kazuo, gets on mic and he's like, Oh God, not another sound euphonium. How can I possibly bring myself to watch pretty cute girl characters talk about their high school drama for three or 13 more episodes and then he like throws up over the microphone and I have to buy a new one. And it's so- a Kyoto <laughs> animation and it's a sequel to a beloved one. Like, yeah. he was asking for it. So I think he definitely opens himself up for that by being by being way more vocal than he needed to be in failing that. Because I know he mm. was super rough on it. Yeah, maybe. So, I could see half of that people genuinely wanting oh, it to be it, seen yeah. and half of it trying to get back at him. So I, I could go either way on if it's a quote-unquote troll. Okay. Wait, why did he pick that show for his... Because he probably sorted by popularity and saw it at the Mm. top. (laughs) That's what I thought. (laughs) And then picked it and said, oh, no, I've made a grave mistake. (laughs) I was like, how did he get that show? Again, could be another, uh, maybe another host will like it. Possibility. I don't know. Um, Then next year, Miss Kobayashi's Maid Dragon, Tsure Zure Children, Era Manga Sensei, and Recovery of MMO Junkie. Was 2017. So Aero Manga um, Sensei, I think, is uh, once again a troll vote in that 
people just saw it for the cluster that it was and just wanted this hairier reactions on it. So you think that was trolling? I think it was less to make you guys suffer sort of troll and just more to hear the content that you guys made they out of it. They wanted the meme. Yeah. <laughs> you have to keep the they meme dream alive. Be, be part of the meme, yeah. <laughs> I Yeah, it, that show ended up being a lot of people's guilty pleasures. They're like, this is so bad, but I'm loving it. So maybe they were also hoping it'd be a really funny review. I mean, I yeah, it was all over the community and GIFs and screenshots and fan dubs. Like, Mm-hmm. It was definitely permeating the culture, so I could see how people think it's just natural to can keep the conversation going. Yeah. All right. But uh, <laughs> as far as Dragon Maid, Dragon Maid was very adorable, though. So and Kyoani, so I'm not surprised that passed at all. What were the other ones? Um, Surrey Children. Surrey Children, which I actually really like. We watched I, that together. I, yeah, because yeah, those are a bunch of shorts. It's super actually, adorable. I voted for Surrey Children in that poll, and I wasn't. So did I. I wasn't trolling, so fact. I wasn't trolling either. Fact. <laughs> <laughs> Two out of the hundreds of people it. that voted uh, just validated not a troll. <laughs> I watched that, and I was super bored, but I don't think there's anything in it that's trolly. So... Recovery yeah. of an MMO junkie. They somehow they knew I was going to be on this show, and they're like, "We need to pass this for Mandy." We need literally Mandy to talk about Mandy. <laughs> we need literal Mandy to you know to talk about herself in an anime. <laughs> That's what happened. Um, then the following year is when stuff starts to happen with Kazuo. And this is uh 2018 that we're talking. Yeah, about. 2018, because Kazuo gets really up crazy about things. And starts to just take a shit on everything. There's like shit all over the walls, the ceiling. It's like when a Roomba drives. My man, my man. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> then now we have Mason. <laughs> Paving the path. Do you have a story to share? No, no. Just a he man, hates everything. <laughs> just a man after my own heart. So, darling in the Franks, Kazuo loses his shit. He lo- he he writes a dissertation of hatred. The, the the thick venomous bile that was spouted during that impression has shaken the anime found community to its foundation. I know what the best part about that is. The best part of his entire spiel is he rated the show higher than everyone than else. All the other hosts <laughs> when, it, when he actually poetic. had to re- yeah. review it. So poetic. <laughs> um, oh, I don't know. I, I just can't understand what to say about that. And sort of online, Gungale online. Reads as no. I mean that's just raw popularity. Yeah, and that one actually ended up not being as bad as the rest of Sword Art Online. I think most of the people who are like, I don't like Sword Art Online, were like, that one was actually pretty decent because it was all new characters. And I believe Kazuo also ended up liking that one to a certain amount. Like he was like, this is all right. Yeah. Um, I think it was me, him, and Enzo who did that review. Um. Then in the next the next season, Kazuo again hated how do not summon a demon lord. And then oh, yeah. followed that up with a good impression of Bunny Girl Senpai, but then he failed that as well. And yeah. I think you can make you can make a decent chance you can make a decent claim that, that that Demon Lord was probably gonna win that poll anyway, because of how popular it was, but I think that it was helped by the hatred that Kazuo put on it because people wanted to make sure he had to watch that shit. 
<laughs> I don't know. I, I never saw Demon Lord, so I, I can't speak to that one specifically. But overall, that season wasn't bad. Because even the shows that like were rated lower, like Fooly Cooly and Hanabato, they like started really promising. Mm-hmm. Or had a lot of, you know, Fooly Cooly is <laughs> like a legendary franchise, so you have to review it. In that season, I'm actually really surprised that Demon Lord won out over Grand Blue. Because Grand Blue's manga is super popular so i don't know i'm surprised but i don't know i think a lot of people really and actually legitimately enjoyed demon lord for um as an etchy so i don't know so and i and i don't think bunny girl senpai is a troll because that show was was no obviously not yeah that was definitely a we don't have enough spots for everything situation yeah, yeah And then the next two seasons were both ones that I failed, Boogie Pop fan, uh, Boogie Pop and Others, and Isekai Quartet. And I don't really feel like these are troll votes either, because I didn't hate either of these shows. No. There was no reason to troll me. You you only open yourself up for a troll when you fail something if if you like aggressively hate it, because then people are, you know, they get angry because like I said, they actually liked it and they want to make sure you have to talk about it. And Boogie Pop Phantom was just slow and boring, and Isekai Quartet was. You know, it is what it is. What it, is. it was a comedy show. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I also feel like if you wanted the troll vote, there are much, quote unquote, worse, quote unquote, better shows you could have picked to really, like, done that. But, like, it wouldn't have been, like, a collective community effort enough to actually make it happen, you know? Like, so, for a troll vote, people need to be, like, in solidarity that there needs to be an obvious choice and there really wasn't one. Let's read through some of some of Icy Rose's comments here before we make an assessment. Cause he did spend a lot of time doing this. He did. He put in a lot of stuff. He said he's been, pre- been preparing for this for a very long time. <laughs> so with golden time, he doesn't think it was a troll vote. Um, it was made by the creators of Toradora and you know, which is a very popular romance sort of comedy show. And it's set in college, which lends itself to people assuming that that it would contain less of your typical anime tropes. Mm -hmm. So, um, for Witchcraft Works, he says that that he spotted uh, recently my little sister's... um, He said there's no real clear reason that that he thinks people pass this one either. And I kind of agreed because, to be honest... Witchcraft Works was just kind of lukewarm. So. Yeah. But he said, looking at the other options, he said the um, recently My Sister's Affairs or Her Unusuals was in that season, so if there was going to be a troll vote, it probably would have been that one. Because apparently that one was awful. I did not see that, but reading what he wrote about it, it sounds atrocious. Um... Then the next one, Amagi Brilliant Park, said that Psycho Pass 2 was actually winning the poll. And then I put a no sequels clause into the poll, which removed it from the running. Ah. Uh, hmm. So for Amagi Brilliant Park, that, that, one should, that one wouldn't even have been there, to be honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the fate of Kazuo was to make him suffer, and by God, did he do it. <laughs> um, let's see here. Keep, 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 keep moving along. Charlotte... Charlotte had, like, good people behind it, but 
ultimately, there's really not a whole lot to hate, hate about this anime. And it's starting to feel like people really don't really do that. It's not so trolly. Um, Super Lovers, you know, obviously a troll vote. The Thunderbolt Fantasy, Icy Rose is right in that <clears throat> it wasn't even on the poll until I until he told me to put it on. And I was like, oh, yeah, well, it has all anime staff, so why not? You know? Mm-hmm. So as far as I can tell on this, the only two that I think are troll votes are Signed Euphonium 2 and Super Lovers. And that's about it. Uh, Super Lovers, for sure. There's no debating that. But I don't know. Signed Euphonium, though, that's... It could go either know. way. That's but Kyoani. Even if we do yeah. call it a troll vote, that's two out of, what, like 20 or so that we decided to choose from? So, yeah. you know, you got 10% of the votes or trolls. That's it's not very high at all. You guys are slacking. You got to step up your game, your troll game. Oh, yeah, no. where are the trolls at? Where are my trolls? At? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where, what is? What do we have next season that could be a troll? Oh no! Oh. I know. Look, it's got to be one of the eighteen billion isekais that are I coming. I dare out. not speak before I feel like dumb we're just bell. dumb bell. <laughs> no, that's gonna be. Uh... Just kidding. That'd be the best troll be vote. Please pick. troll us. Please make us review that, because uh, <laughs> I don't mind that. <laughs> Dumbbell uh, show could be a good one, for sure. I mean but, the uh, yeah maybe the mom like two hit combo show because it's got a funny name. And funny people are saying they are love funny. that light novel though, so I don't know. That might be like a legitimate. I love this show. Vote. I think the dumbbell is the obvious choice. If it doesn't get passed. This... Well, that's true. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Picked. A troll vote would be watching it, making us watch seven season of, seasons of Yami Shibai. <laughs> <laughs> and how does it keep getting more seasons? Every, I feel like every year it gets another season. Well, we're going mean, to be doing picks next yeah. season, so or next next week, rather. So. This... Oh, I, I know. Mine's done. Yeah, I and, did it like two weeks and ago. no one can pick Vinland Saga first. I, I made sure. No one can pick <laughs> Vinland Saga but me. <laughs> Vinland Saga is locked in Dr. Stone in Mandy's book. Why don't you explain (laughs) what you did to the document, Mandy? Oh, yeah. uh, I put all of my picks down, and Vinland Saga is number one, but everyone else's number one is not Vinland Saga. I made sure. I just went, (laughs) I'm just trying to help out, and, you know, just trying to help them fill out their picks. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I was thinking about you guys. So, in conclusion, do we all agree that that the listener choice poll is not a troll vote? Yes. It's not a troll vote, and when it is, it is funny. So, <laughs> there you go. It sounds like Mason wants to watch Super Lovers really sounds bad like right now. Sounds like save your trolls for when they matter. So <laughs> save it for when it counts. Hmm. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> Well, I think I feel like that was a pretty short topic. It only ran about twenty minutes, but um, I think I don't know that there's a whole lot more to say about it. Yeah, I've never really had the um, thought that this was a troll vote. I I I think Cosmo was the one that was very adamant about it being a troll vote. So I'm kind of sad that he's not here. <laughs> well, of course, because every time he failed, because he had vastly more more shows come back that he had failed. Yeah, so. he may he would have probably had a lot more to say. Anyway. I mean, when I when I vote in this poll, I usually don't go for one of the ones that the hosts failed. I usually try to pick one that they 
either like didn't missed. pick or yeah completely missed like Sir mm-hmm. Zer Children I think because that one wasn't I don't think even yeah, on the docket yeah so that's that's how I do it do you guys have anything, have, mm-hmm. have anything else to say or would you like to go to the news break again I don't think I have anything else yeah, to I mean, say no wrap it up yeah I don't, I don't. Our, the fans are good the fans are good to us the fans are fantastic I love them Thank you guys for giving us so many good shows to watch. <laughs> All right, guys. But, intro trivia? Oh, yeah. I was going to read off our show trivia, which we'll answer after the break. In the anime, Kono Ototomare, which instrument is the anime focused on? Is it the biwa, the shamisen, the koto, or the taiko drum? Interesting. And we'll answer it after the break. Hey everybody, Mitsugi's here, one last time, giving you another update about your anime news. Leading us off, NHK, the TV station in Japan, has a program titled Series Fuku Yomi Dokushokai, otherwise reading too much into the series book club. This is a book club TV series that is on the NHK, and on July 3rd, they're going to be doing a show that focuses on Hajime Isayama's Attack on Titan. They're going to have some pretty famous people on the show to discuss the manga, including Hideaki Arai, who is also a manga creator, actress and Suzuki literary critic Shigeru Kashima, and novelist Genichiro Takahashi. So this is some pretty uh, interesting stuff. You're going to you're gonna be able to hear some pretty famous people that are all involved in some kind of creative pursuit on July 3rd on the NHK for the Reading Too Much Into a Series book club about Attack on Titan. Next up, a pretty ridiculous art gallery is coming to the Tokyo Ginza District the quote, world's only jewelry art exhibition is going to feature artwork of properties from Osamu Tezuka, Rumiko Takahashi, and others. And they are all jeweled arts. So basically, this is anime artwork that is done in jewelry, including probably the most expensive piece in the collection, a quote, Sapphire's Princess Crown, a recreation of the crown worn by the main character in Osamu Tezuka's Princess Knight manga. On top of the crown is a star sapphire that is estimated with a value of 2.77 million US dollars. The star sapphire on this crown is massive. This is no joke. Probably one of the most unbelievable art art galleries that I've ever seen. Um, You can find photos online if you want to view the art. Next up, it looks like there was some discussion about the redesign of Tifa from Final Fantasy VII. All of us know Tifa. Extremely well-endowed anime character from the Final Fantasy VII game series who had, for lack of a better word, very large breasts, has seen her breasts undergo a number of modifications throughout the years through different games and movies as her character design has changed to fit the technology of the times. Tetsuya Nomura has told Famitsu that they are going to be doing yet another remodeling of her chest through the Square Enix's ethics department and that it was, quote, necessary to restrict her chest. As was said by Tetsuya Nomura, this has fed into further controversy about censorship and, uh, you know, and Western ethics, etc. But it looks like the Square Enix ethics department is actually more about following age restrictions and a little bit less about morals. I'm not really sure how having a well-endowed character could make a game more than teen-rated. However, 
We're going to have to see when the game comes out next year. Lastly, putting to rest finally the Mari Car Nintendo lawsuit of intellectual property violations, Mari Car has been ordered to pay Nintendo 50 million yen for damages, which is $466,000. That is uh, pretty substantial, and this is a raise from the 10 million yen, which the Tokyo District Court had ordered Mari Car to pay previously. So they probably should have been uh, satisfied in the prior court and not have raised it to a higher level of court because now they're paying perhaps an amount of money that they can't actually pay at half a million dollars. So that just goes to show you don't violate intellectual property to make tons of money. This was Mitsugi and this was your anime news break. Now, again, time to get back to the podcast. Ah, after a tough day at work, I just want to veg out on the internet. I wonder what kind of weird hentai goods JList.com has on sale. Kazuo, what are you looking at? Oh, uh, well, this is embarrassing. It was JList.com. What was that? Uh, go back to it. Oh, that was an anime boob mouse pad. <laughs> really? Has it come to that, Kazuo? Hell no, man. I'm keeping it real. But JList keeps it real, too. Real perverted. They've got hyper-realistic boob mouse pads, sexy pillows, naughty calendars and anime figures, and an array of Tenga products. Did somebody say Tenga? Good God. Where'd you come from? That's right, my bald, mid-30-something anime grumpy pants man. Damn, I love Tenga. Has it come to that, Mitz? Hell no, Enzo. I just love to feel the embrace of a Tenga egg when I stretch it over... Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, now. Over my bald head? I think that's even weirder. Head over to JList.com and get yourself set up with some of the finest Japanese adult products. before we went on break. Damn right we did. The question that we asked was, in the anime, Kototo... Oh, let me try that again. Kono Ototomade, what instrument is the anime focused on? Is it the biwa, the shamisen, the koto, or the taiko drum? Mitz, what is it? Zakoto. Zakoto. That is currently airing this season. Sorry, when we came back, I was like trying to drink my coffee and uh, some of it may have gone up into my nose. Oh. So I was like trying to... It was really weird. I like choked on it, but I'm okay. <laughs> That's what she said. Mm. Uh, so yeah, we also have a five-star review, a very long one. Very uh, long. I had issues when I put this on here trying to clip it into our show notes, but I see you fixed it for me. Thank you. I tried. <laughs> Yeah, it's a really long one, but it's great. I'm, let's just jump into it. It's time for iTunes review. This review is from General Mills. Who's on our Discord? Yeah, long-time lurker here. Sorry, this review is going to be a bit long, but you guys deserve it. I have been a podcast junkie for many years and an anime fan for even longer. 
have worked on a few crews for podcasts in the past and can safely say it is nowhere as near as effortless as a as the AAA crew lets on. The charisma and organization presented here is astounding compared to any of the dozens of anime-related pod- podcasts I've listened to. The individual perspectives and opinions of the hosts are diverse, and they don't shy away from disagreements and, or arguments. The segments are well-organized, and the community behind the podcast is thriving thanks to the encouragement of the team. The Discord is particularly well-managed and allows the audience to really feel like they're part of the show. The quality and audience and confidence of the cast swells with each episode, and although nearly five episode, 500 episodes in the bank, they continue to look for, for ways to improve. I really appreciate the way the cast opens up to the audience beyond anime and their commitment to making the listener choice feel welcome. Um, something as simple as Mitz talking uh, for a second about football or admitting he's skipping the Super Bowl to record an episode despite being a Patriots fan <laughs> is just one example of the team's astounding dedication and willingness to open up to their audience. As well as, as a fellow Pats fan and reluctant weeaboo, I, you won me over w- with that bit of honesty. Whether you are a, a hardcore otaku, casual anime fan, or, or you just fap to hentai now and then, <laughs> here is something everybody, there's something here for everybody. Thanks for making my anime edition worse, and keep up the good work, team. Well. Oh, I, that's such a long... Uh, review and thank you so much. But it's much. so well thought out. Yeah, it's thank so you very well. much. Yeah, awesome. it's so great. P.S. Tom Brady's the goat. What? <laughs> it does not actually say that. <laughs> but thank you so much, General Mills. Um, uh, that person, he or she, I'm sorry, um, is on our Discord, so I've seen them around a lot. And uh, yeah, thank you. I, every time we get a such a well written review a part of me a part of me is like is i don't know surprised (laughs) i'm like i'm very thankful for everyone who like if if my all my dumb (laughs) all my all the stupid stuff that i say can somehow make your day uh go a little bit faster that's fantastic i'm so happy (laughs) and if you want to if you want to leave a review you can do it on itunes um, yes. It takes like five seconds. Please do, so. because I love reading them. I think we all do. So oh, of course. thank you so much. All right. So we're going to do a review today on Price of Smiles. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it is a show. <laughs> it is a show. What so, season was this in? Um, I believe we are now covering shows from the... Winter. Winter. Yes. So the price of smiles is kind of a kind of a, a, a perplexing anime in a way because I feel like it had potential, but they just um, well I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> <laughs> what is the <this> show? <laughs> Who did this show? There's two kingdoms. There's two kingdoms in the show: the kingdom of Soleil and the Empire of what is it? Empire of, of Grand Diga. And. Grand Digga. I like that name. Pretty much right off the bat, the two countries start um, going to war together against each other. And meanwhile, a new princess has just ascended the throne in Soleil. She's like 10 or 12 or something. 12, and yeah. super young. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I think maybe the empire of Grand Digga sensed weakness in the other country because of that. And so they decided to attack. 
And the reason why I passed this show, as I recall, was because I actually thought the first three episodes were pretty good when I watched it before. And I think it was the only mecha show from the season that it was in. So it had some reasons to be passed. But had we been doing the retro thing now, I'm sure this probably would have been one of the ones that had dropped off. So the Semi Tatsunoko Productions, it's a really well-known studio. They did, they did Ping Pong, Full Metal Panic, uh, Fumafu. You know, Tatsunoko has been definitely well, around the block a lot. Fumofu was done Kyoto Animation. Tatsunoko just helped them, correct? Uh, oh, I have no idea. I, yeah, I'm just I reading, believe, I'm just I, reading so. I saw it on their list of stuff. That's like, they, they help out with a lot of right. other things. I think they 